Hello, my name's Pete Morgan, and this is the Poppy Podcast. Yes, here we are. Welcome. My name is Pete Morgan. This is the Poppy Podcast. It is, if you've never listened before, it's a bizarre conversation between you and me as my family welcomes a puppy and a second dog into our lives. And we talk about, yeah, we talk, you and I talk about the pleasures, the perils, the problems of puppy ownership. Uh, The dogs that we have, Lincoln, who turned four, turned four yesterday, it was his birthday yesterday, and Elvis, who is five months on Monday. So welcome, welcome one, welcome all. Welcome particularly if you're a dog walker. I know a lot of people listen as they're walking their dogs. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, and just thanks very much for listening in. It really does mean a lot. We've been getting some really good responses this week. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at the Puppy Podcast page, on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, or on um, Instagram at the Puppy Podcast. Of course, you can always email as well, uh, which can do uh, the Puppy Podcast at gmail.com. Let us start, as we always do, with dog news. Dog news. Dog news. Dog news. This is chauffeured dogs, this is. Now, this is, unfortunately, there's so many problems, there's so many kind of caveats and conditions with this. One, this only is in Philadelphia. It's on a very specific day. It's all tied in with American football, which, or as they call it in America, football. And so some of it is kind of lost on me. But basically, the premise of this idea is Uber in Philadelphia. You can go onto your Uber app, select Puppy Draft, and then you can, for $30, so what's that, about 24, 25 quid? you get 15 minutes of play with cute puppies. <laughs> How good is that? They need to they need to roll that out. On as much as I love having our puppy and I love having our dog, but there's nothing better than cute little puppies. Just so cute. Uh so um yeah, I made that noise. Um so yeah, that's that's going on in uh, Philadelphia, but it's only going to be happening for one day. Um, which is draft day. Apparently, again, I don't understand the, the ins and outs of the American football lingo. So, uh, it, it's kind of lost on me, but all I can tell you is Uber are going to be delivering puppies for a day. That, uh, right. If anyone from Uber's listening, you need to make that a, a, a national, a global thing just for all time. Somebody needs to get involved with that. Um, and in fact, you could do a tie-in with like a dog rescue place. So they bring you, uh, dogs that need rescuing. Cause they, how, how much, you know, you might send an Uber driver out with 15 dogs and you go and visit a few people. You come back with three dogs because everyone's gone, yeah, I'll have this one. I'll adopt that one. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take that one on board. Or what would probably happen in our house is he'd turn up with 15 dogs and he'd go away with no dogs. Cause we go, yeah, we'll have all of these. Uh, we'll take all of these on. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's dog news this week. Dog news. 
I should probably get a professional jingle for that rather than just me making the noise. Uh, you've been getting in touch as well. I really do love it when you, when you contact us, when you message or tweet or message us and comment on Facebook or Instagram or email us, which a couple of people have done. And thanks very much for doing that. Um, Melissa got in touch, uh, to uh, say, here's a topic you can talk about. And that's great. I love that people are suggesting stuff we could talk about. Uh, she says cleaning puppies ears. Uh, she goes, I know that there's solutions that can be used, but typically you don't use them under 12 weeks. My golden doodle is 11 weeks and her ears are getting dirty. Uh, it, it's a decent one. We we have to regularly clean Elvis's ears um, and Lab's ears uh, are because of one of those breeds where the, the ears actually, the ear flap actually hangs over so they can get very moist, very humid and they can be prone to infection. Lincoln had some ear infections when he was younger. Uh, but Elvis will kind of scratch his ears and then what you do is you, is you clean them. And honestly, it, what comes out of his ears, it's like what he does when he goes in the garden, it's like he lies on his back and then Lincoln gets a tiny shovel and fills his ears up with dirt. There is so much grime and muck in Elvis's ears. It's, if he worked down a coal mine, I wouldn't expect that. I don't know how he's doing it, but on a daily basis, we are wiping his ears out. The best way to do it under 12 weeks, um, from what, how we did it with Elvis, and by all means, if anyone's got any other suggestions, we'd love to hear from them, is you just use very tepid water, almost cool water. Don't use it cold, and clearly don't use it boiling hot. Uh, cotton wool pads. For goodness sake, don't use um, earbuds or Q-tips. Don't use anything of that nature. Just cotton wool pads uh, and plenty of treats. So you've got ways of diverting them and you might want to make it a two-man job because there can be a bit of a wrestling match going on. But by um, that's the way we did it with Elvis. Cotton wool pads and just tepid water and then just kind of dabbing and wiping uh, in the ears. By all means, if anybody else has got any advice about cleaning puppies' ears, uh, do let us know. Get in touch. Because I, 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 I know I've seen ear wipes, so specific wipes uh, for puppies' ears, uh, but um, I've not... I've not seen any solutions or anything like that because they've never been. They've just been dirty. There's not been any major problem with them. But if anyone else has got any advice, by all means, get in touch. Uh, thanks very much to Rachel as well, uh, who emailed in uh, saying some lovely things about the podcast. Thanks very much. Um, Rachel's going to be getting an English Springer Spaniel in four weeks' time. So she's enjoyed listening to the, the podcast and hearing people's other people's experiences and our experiences with Elvis. Uh, Rachel lives in New York City. Uh, would love to hear an episode about owning or uh, having a dog or a puppy in a city or urban environment. We're going to look into that. And if anybody else can help with this, if you own a dog and live in a big city, if you live in London or if you live right in the centre of Birmingham or Manchester or Liverpool or um, Los Angeles or Chicago, how does it affect how you treat them? How how hard is it to exercise them? Does it change on the kind of dog, the breed you've got, the size of dog that you have? Uh, it'd be good to hear from you on that. Uh, Rachel uh, also said, because one of my first questions, if anyone's getting a new puppy, is have you thought of a name? Because as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we struggled with the name for a while. Uh, and Rachel's gone with, I love Disney, so maybe something after a Disney character, if you've got any suggestions. Well, Aladdin. 
<laughs> that that is a great dog name. Aladdin is an amazing name. Um, or Buzz Buzz Lightyear. There you go. You can't you can't get better to infinity and beyond. Is how far an English Springer Spaniel will run if you let them go. Uh, Rachel, and what I've said to Rachel is we'll get her on the podcast in a few weeks' time, once she's had the puppy for a couple of weeks, just to talk about it. We had Dave on um, talking about a couple of weeks ago, talking about what it was like having, um, it was Huey, his French bulldog, what that was like. Uh, So we can, we'll get Rachel. And if you've got a new pup and you want to come on and talk about it, because it's your experiences that can help other dog owners and it all goes towards making us better puppy and dog owners doesn't it uh, you might remember last week on the show we were talking uh, about dogs taking your dogs to weddings and andrea got in touch to say that she didn't just take her dog to a wedding she had her dog as her ring bearer so i got her on the phone and i asked her to tell us about her fur baby jesse Jessie is a four-year-old rescue lab uh, we got from the Dogs Trust a couple of years back. And, um, yeah, she's lovely, and she's one of them dogs that is just so placid that everybody loves her. She's a great family dog. Um, And, yeah, when we decided to get married, we decided that she absolutely had to be part of the main ceremony because... She's a part of our family, and we wouldn't want it any other way. So was that, I mean, was that something that was ever properly discussed, or was that just taken as read as, well, listen, this is going to happen? Um, for me for me and uh, my husband, Gareth, we were, we were dead set on having her, and it was just a matter of finding a venue that would allow it to happen. So I think everyone else just knew how much she literally is. She's like our fur child. Like, yeah. So they were just like, yeah. Fine, it's going to happen. We'll just have to find a place that's going to allow it to happen. And how, I mean, how like, hard was that? Were, I mean, did you really, was it, was it, because uh, did you want to, was it a church or was it a, um, or not a church? And how hard was it to, to find a place that would allow dogs? Yeah, so we, um, we decided that we were just going to have like a, like a venue wedding rather than a church wedding. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of, we get married up in Yorkshire, so we shortlisted um, a bunch of venues we wanted to look around. And we were trying to find like dog-friendly venues, and we went to visit a few, and a lot of them were a bit, well, sounds a bit run down and not that great. And so we were like, nah, that's not really for us. We still want to have a, a really nice wedding, but we mm. want Jessie to be a part of it. And she's not a, um, a dog that's going to cause havoc and run around and create chaos. Um, so we finally found a venue who were a bit like, oh, I suppose we're... We've got a few ground rules, and I was like, that we want her to be part of the ceremony. So, um, you know, that's not really around any food or anywhere around any um, other people who might be using the venue. And so they were okay with that. And then they were fine for us to have her on the hotel grounds for photos. And they just, their one stipulation was in the end that she couldn't be around when we were having the sit down meal. Um, and they allowed dogs in their venue because um, we got married in the Open Hall up in Yorkshire. Yeah which is like it's a golf and hotel spa resort. Um, and they, they some rooms they allow dogs in. So we had um, our parents stay in a room where they would allow dogs. <laughs> and so they looked after her um, whilst we were having our food. She went in there and then came back out again in the evening. Oh. So, yeah, so, okay. oh, it was lovely. So, so she was involved in the 
ceremony. Was, was she the ring bearer? Was that right? Yes, yeah, she was. So, so we had um, a little special collar made for her that had the same colour flowers on as we had in the wedding. And on it was a little clip. Um, and it, we hooked our wedding rings on. And my mum walked her up the aisle. Um, and she just, she, it was so cute. We've got some really lovely photos of her. Like, just she's laid and her head's on the train of my dress. And she just laid there so peaceful, like, through the whole thing. Didn't cause any fuss. Um, and, yeah, we got the rings and had the wedding and then she got really excited when we were announced Mr. and Mrs. and came down the aisle and she was like, eh. <laughs> and there's really loads of cute photos. And I think that's the one thing that we treasure because, you know, um, dogs are around as long as it is. And, you know, she's our fair baby and we've got these gorgeous memories of her now, like all these wedding photos where, you know, it's me and Gareth and, Jessie looking all cute and she was literally the centre of attention on the day. It wasn't me or Gareth. Like, everyone wanted to. <laughs> it, it, well, it's always the way. We've always, it. you know, we talk about the fact that people come and visit. Well, they don't come and visit us. They just come and visit the dogs. Yeah. We just happen to be here to make them cups of tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we are secondary. Yeah. Um, did you practice with, uh, with her before, before the ceremony? Uh, no, well, she's really good on, on the lead, so um, once that's on, she's, like, a best behaviour. It's just sometimes she gets really excited, um, but she was she was fine. It was almost like she knew she had to be on her best behaviour that morning, yeah. and, yeah, she just got passed from person to person, and everybody wanted to walk her and play with her whilst we were having our photos done. And the photographer loved it because he'd never been to a wedding where a, there was a dog as a central role, and so... He had a lot of fun with, like, he brought, like, squeaky toys with him to get her attention for photos. It was really funny. Yeah, so he enjoyed it. And uh, he's, like, we'll always say it's one of the more memorable weddings that he did because not only were the people crazy, we had a dog. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. And uh, But yeah. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that she wasn't involved in the first dance. It, it didn't go that far. No. <laughs> no, I don't think we could have factored that in, but... Um, yeah, no, she she went off for a little rest and had her food and, and then came back in the evening and, yeah, had a lot of fun mingling around with everybody in the bar area. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much for... Well, thanks for getting in touch. And, and I know you posted a, a picture in, in your comment, which, if it's OK, we'll yeah. share on the, the, the kind of yeah, the social of media pages because it is just so lovely. As you said, so well-behaved. I can't imagine either of us, either of our dogs... Um, kind of settling down for anything like that. With Lincoln, there's food somewhere within a 50-mile radius, <laughs> so no settling. Also, anything other than his, his normal collar and sends him into some kind of fit. Um, and with oh, Elvis, <laughs> it's just, I'm only five months old, so everything is exciting. And there'd be too many Bless people him. to say hello to on the way to the, the front of the church. He would have eaten the rings in some bizarre kind of <laughs> accident, you know, We so most, after the ceremony, we'd be off to the vet and we'd have had to have got married with, I don't know, Haribo sweets. Or <laughs> Haribos, <laughs> yeah. Well, I know from experience that, ironically, yesterday was my, um, one of my best friend's wedding and, and I was maid of honour and she had her dog, Buddy, and he's a sprocker um, and he's a very, very excitable dog. So, Things wasn't as smooth as at our wedding with that. He was a ring bearer as well, and uh, he walked down the aisle with me and my husband, and he 
he's good on the lead. He's a fly ball dog, so his level of excitement is extreme. Um, and so he was a bit of a handful in terms of when we sat down and they were doing their vows, all he wanted to do was go and play with everybody. <laughs> he was trying to jump up on the laps of everyone. Um, so that was fun. And I, I, they didn't really do many photos with him just because he's literally all over the place yeah. and will not sit down for two seconds. But it's one of them things, like, for for my friends Katrina and Scott, he's their fur baby as well, and they couldn't have got married without him in, being involved in some way. And no. they had a really gorgeous little blue tie made um, so they could tie the rings on the front, and he looked very charming. <laughs> but two things out of that. One, you would have been like, that's fine, I set the trend and you're just copying. And two... <laughs> And I only know this because I'm a dog owner myself. The smugness you must have felt <laughs> thinking, well, this is this dog is nowhere near as well behaved as ours. Yeah, but we love Buddy. So it's, you know, it's a different kind of look. You know, you're a bit like, she, you love your own dog and you're like, oh, she's so well behaved and she's she was great and perfect. But then equally, I know, like, Katrina wouldn't have had Buddy behave any other way at her ceremony because that's just him. That's his personality. But, yeah, there's a little part of you that's like, yeah, Jessie was on. She knew. She knew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was lovely to speak to Andrea. But you know, so smug. So smug. Oh, Jessie, you're so much You're so much more better behaved than those other dogs. Um, we've been asking you, talking about behaviour, we've been asking you, what does your dog bark at? Because Lincoln, who's our four-year-old, Barks at nothing. Never barks when the front door goes. He would bark if I really riled him up, if we were doing rough play and really kind of got him, wound him up, then he would bark. But generally, no. Elvis, different matter. Barks quite a lot. Uh, more so in the evening, kind of when we're all there. And I think, I think he thinks he's kind of doing a bit of protection work for us and keeping us all safe. And I'm trying to... Um, ease him and say, you know, it's okay, we're all here, we're all fine, we're all protected, don't worry about it. But I just thought I'd ask, what does your dog bark at? And the response has been incredible. Thank you so much for this. Um, and I'm literally just going to have to go through the list. Alice, some of them are incredible. Alice says, my dog barks at old men in hats. So not young men in hats, just old men. So not, the, the dog not only recognises a hat, recognises, you know... Uh, a chapeau but also can tell your age and that's the thing it might be that you've been barked at by alice's dog or not barked at by alice's dog but next week you are barked at by alice's dog you know when people say how did you know you were old when alice's dog barked at me um freckles chimes we had freckles or we had freckles um mum Roz on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago uh, the old men on the allotment at the bottom of our garden or old-fashioned beer pumps in pubs what what how what because the thing i always think is what is it about that that make is making the dog bark what is it about an old-fashioned beer pump that's going to make a dog go i'm gonna have a go at you <laughs> uh, joe says anything he feels like barking at to be fair there's a lot of owners that went anything and everything uh, janet says the simpsons my dog barks at that um sharon my dog or my friend's dog poppy barks at any cookery program what? <laughs> for goodness sake don't tell her the don't tell the the uh the dog poppy that there's like a channel for cooking 
because now that she'll wear herself out. Uh, Justin said, good old-fashioned vacuum chases it around like crazy. Yeah, um, Elvis is at the age where he's, he's still very curious about it. He'll go as, I mean, he's so hard-faced. He will go as close to stuff as he possibly can. So we had the steamer out the other day, uh, so we have to steam the kitchen floor. And he will get as close to that as he possibly can. And really, you know, really kind of get his nose up to it. Honestly, he's a fool. Uh, Phil says, uh, my Charlie is a bugger when he sees other dogs on the TV, but Darcy doesn't bother, just watches anything. Because I was saying that Elvis barks at the meerkat ad on TV. Don't know why, don't know. And it could, again, it could be a potential, looks a bit like a dog. Um, Michaeline or McKayleen, so this is, I love this one. If I kiss anyone. (laughs) I love that. I think that's wonderful. So if if somebody goes to yeah you know and it could just be I'm guessing it just could just be a, a a peck on the cheek but if anyone does that the dog's like get away get <laughs> she's mine I tell you uh, Wendy says squirrels uh, Kerry says any noise she actually hears um, <laughs> which is lovely Carol saying brandy barks at the window cleaner's ladder so not the window cleaner. Just the ladder. Michael says, whenever I sing a Morrissey song. What? I was happy in the A's of a certain hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable now. (laughs) I love that. There you go. Put that on, Michael. Driving mad. Tracy says, black bin bags and birds. Uh, Barry Fox says, Romany folk. I live in Bulgaria. There's loads of them. And, yeah, the dog goes bananas. Uh, Darren says, my pepper barks at dogs and horses on the TV. Um, Kaz, and Kaz makes a good point here. She says, the two dogs that have moved in next door seem to bark at flipping anything. Please remember your neighbours, which is a good point. Our dogs, Elvis and Lincoln, they like to play fight. And invariably, there'll be some barking within it. I make sure that they do not do that. I I like them to do it outside, uh, generally. But after seven o'clock at night... No, absolutely not. Uh, so we we do that indoors. Um, another Alice, Alice Scott says, builders he usually nips them on the back of their calves too. How, how this is the thing? How does he? I'm guessing it's when they're doing building work. I don't think it's you know as you're walking down the street and he's going, "You're an accountant, you're fine. Uh, quantity survey, okay, you're okay. Yeah, you're you're a shopkeeper, that's fine. You're a builder." <laughs> And starts chasing him. Uh, Jacqueline says uh, the Noel Fitzpatrick show and G-Tech ad. As soon as they turn on the vacuum, uh, he also looks for the dogs and cats. Kim says Dennis barks at bloody anything and everything. Helen, our dog barks at anything she hears, especially cats. Um, Jacqueline uh, has given us a sent us a picture of Binky, her dog watching TV. Just fascinated by dogs. And well, with Lincoln. Anything with um, lions and tigers, particularly lionesses, he is fascinated by that. Just can't not watch. And we were watching uh, Paul O'Grady in India um, with um, Paul O'Grady in India with uh, the, the loads of you know elephants and things like that. And he was again, he was fascinated by that. George says, sadly no longer with us, uh, but uh, one of our dogs used to bark at the telly whenever Travis McDonald came on for news at ten. That is quite a regular thing. I've known lots of dogs, and I don't know whether it's a generational thing, but they will bark at um, people of a different race. So, you know, if you're like my wife and I are white, 
people of a different race that will but I mean neither Lincoln or Elvis do that but I've known other dogs my mum and dad's dog used to do that because all of us were white and we lived in a predominantly white area so anyone that wasn't white was was a a, a rarity a, a, an unusual sight so yeah I, George I know a few people that would do that um Pat says anything with four legs Michelle my dog hates um the perfect home barks and cries at the TV um, Tiffany says, I oh, used to bark at the pigeons on the Coronation Street opening theme. If he was in a different room and heard the Coronation Street theme, he would bolt in and sit at the TV waiting for them. Oh, that's great. Uh, Faye says, bikes on TV, cowboys and Indians on TV, the slow cooker when it's switched on, the dustpan and brush, the vacuum, motorbikes, uh, the list is endless. This is Guilty Nelson, and she's posted a lovely picture uh, of uh, Nelson there. Um, Simon says, the moon for his dog. Yeah, I don't think that's a dog you've got. I think that's a lycanthrope. Um, Tim says, anything. Uh, Teddy Sue says, um, with our dog, it's golf. Dogs, cats, the new Dogs Trust advert. Uh, our Ted nearly had the telly on uh, fall on her last night. She ran at the unit with full force. She's only 12 uh, kilograms. And in fact, Teddy Sue sent us um, a, a video of them watching, of her dogs watching Coronation Street, which I'll, I'll post uh, next week as well. Uh, Louisa says, I knew a cavalier who avidly watched TV and barked at men with beards. I'd be no good. Puppets, babies, any other animal, including fish. Uh, Christina says everything. Lee says nothing. Seriously. It took the postman six months to realise we had a dog. That's how it was with Lincoln. Um, uh, Rob says mum and dad had a Yorkshire Terrier many years ago. Although he didn't bark apart from a knock at the door, he would, however, sit in front of the telly to watch Disney's Fantastic Journey. Oh, yeah, that was about the... It was the two dogs and a cat going across. In fact, there's been a couple of those, hasn't there? Going across country. Oh, we might talk about that of what programmes do your, do your um, uh, dogs like to watch. Uh, Pat says everything. Trevor, kids, birds, cats and other dogs. Peter says the doorbell. Dale says my dog hasn't barked since I rescued him six years ago. Look at you, Dale. Well done. Craig says when the round table Santa sleigh comes round at Christmas playing White Christmas, he hates it. And now every time he hears Bing Crosby, sets him off. Susan, anything and anybody. Carl says a certain place on the wall in the front room. <laughs> I think dogs do that on purpose. I think they talk to one another and say, just bark at that bit on the wall. And Mick says, um, feathered birds, uh, thanks very much. Thank you so much for all of your comments on that. Really does mean a lot. And don't forget, the Puppy Podcast is open for business 24-7. You can get in touch about anything that we've talked about in previous episodes, whether it is taking your dogs to weddings, great places to stay with your dog, and your dog's voice, which I love talking about. Uh, and you have to be, I have to be careful who I approach with that question because you don't want to sound like you're mad. Um, because Lincoln does talk like, as far as we, you know, we have a voice for Lincoln, which is, hello, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I'm Lincoln, I'm just going along and doing my thing. Whereas Elvis is, what are you talking about? Get out of my way. And that's, that's how Lincoln, that's how Elvis tends to speak. Talking of Elvis, uh, the past week uh, has been really good. He has been clean and dry overnight for five nights now. We are really, really pleased about that. Uh, also, something that happened, so I record this on the Friday morning, last night, Thursday night, just going to bed about 10 o'clock, and he lost his first tooth. 
His first, his, his, his little two, it's not one of his uh, from a kind of just one at the, at the side a bit, just came out. So he's getting his proper teeth. Oh, his little teeth coming out. Uh, we've got to do things that Elvis has eaten as well. This week has been a bumper week. Um, fur off a tennis ball. He'll get a tennis ball. So you throw a tennis ball for him. He'll chase it, get it, lie down, and then just start to eat all the fur off the off the uh, off the outside of it. Um, fibers off the back doormat. Likes to lie on the back doormat and eat the fibers off the mat. Honestly, you think we never feed him? We feed him three times a day. Um, money. Found out, I saw him kind of chewing on something. I was thinking, what on earth are you chewing? Kind of got him, opened his mouth. Ten pence piece, which I'm claiming as mine uh, at the moment. It might have been Lincoln's pocket money, I don't know, but Lincoln didn't say anything, so I did. And, rather worryingly, glass. Um, we had a picture fall to the floor uh, the other week, and uh, the, the the frame smashed. I thought we'd got all the bits. Clearly not. He found a bit. It was a bit about as big as, you know, kind of my little finger, fingernail. So not massive. And I don't think he was swallowing it. I think he just liked the sensation of it in his mouth. Uh, which, thankfully, was mere seconds. Because, uh, again, as soon as you see him chewing something that you've not given him, you're like, what, what are you eating? And generally, it's just ah, bits of twig and a bit of a, you know, just something some hair or something you know just something he's found which isn't particularly damaging but yeah we got that and got uh, and got the glass but this week has been incredible they've been so well behaved uh so he's had his first experience of water as well uh we went outside and um uh, took him to a place near us where there's a stream and we kept him on the lead he was on an extendable lead but he went we were close enough to the water and he went in the water loved it thought oh he was absolutely over the moon with it so no he's been really really good he's really growing up now and some of the pictures that we've been posting people have been saying he's getting so big he really is i mean i think he's going to be bigger than lincoln uh, I think he's going to be much bigger, a much bigger dog uh, than Lincoln. Uh, and, of course, Lincoln's just turned four, so we had a little uh, kind of party, just the four of us, uh, last night. We got him a very special treat, which he likes, which is a burger from McDonald's. Clean burger, nothing on it at all, literally burger, bun, that's it. He loves it. It lasted about seven seconds. He just, just thanks very much, uh, and takes it down in one. That will just about do it this week. We got through an awful lot. Thank you very much. You can get in touch with the Puppy Podcast. Please do. I've said all along, it doesn't work if you don't get in touch um, and, and interact with the show, with your stories, with the, the things that are concerning you, the things that make you laugh, the things you're um, either worried about or questioning about or just wanting to know about owning a puppy or a dog. Uh, you can go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the puppy podcast. Find us on Instagram at the puppy podcast, uh, on um, Twitter at puppy podcast, or you can email the puppy podcast at gmail.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Uh, please, if you get a chance, I'd really appreciate it if you go to iTunes and just leave a little bit of a review uh, of uh, the, the podcast. It really does mean a lot. And if you want to leave a five-star review, that would be lovely. Uh, and tell your friends about the Puppy Podcast as well. Do share it. Share the love. Uh, because, uh, again, it, uh, as the base grows bigger, then, again, there's more opinions. There's more advice coming in uh, that will just make us all better dog and puppy owners. Thank you so much for listening. Music is by Audio Nautics, thanks to them. This has been a Monkey Pants production, and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.